You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Getting into the last set of numbers for today's show, and it is the numbers that came from Africa's biggest grocer, uh, ShopRite reporting strong sales in the period, almost 18% increase in sales, but said that growth in profits and dividends couldn't match sales growth because of the huge load shedding bill it had to incur, a bill of over half a billion rand. Uh, we do have the CEO, Peter Engelbrecht, on the uh, market update uh, for more on the numbers. And Peter, thanks so much for your time. I see load shedding stealing your uh, thunder, essentially. But uh, I'd like to understand what this could mean for profit and dividend growth going forward, just given the fact that the uh, power cuts and the power outages are going to be with us for some time still. Yeah, so we did uh, report that the additional spend for the first six months was $465 million. I can tell you that January was north of $150 million. So, unfortunately, none of us can, can guess what it is because there's a, quite a huge difference of severity between a stage six and a stage four, as an example. Uh, but the thing that is probably more alarming is the fact that a lot of us misses that the total value chain is impacted. It starts with the farmer that can't irrigate, the abattoir they can't slaughter in time. That's why restaurants or fast food industry can't take the birds anymore because they're now too big. Uh, There's not chicken. Uh, it's the direct cost of the diesel, the extra maintenance. And a big one is the food waste. It's primarily driven by when there's a unplanned interruption. So if you're halfway with the food production, I mean, that food needs to get wasted. And it ends uh, with something that a lot of people don't think of. is like security costs. Uh, the fact that you don't want to be in my parking lot when it's dark and there's no street lights and and then the criminality factor in South Africa, I mean, uh, they are opportunists and they also are exploiting the situation as it is. So all of this uh, adds up to the cost. Uh, that's why we have taken a very conservative approach. That's uh, part of the of the um, dividend also is the fact that we we rather be conservative. Uh, then to disappoint towards the end of the year. So um, sure. all in all, we're still doing what we can. We have invested a bit in price to give relief to, which I believe is a very distressed customer currently. And uh, we can talk more about that, but it, I'm still very proud that the team ShopRite could deliver to consumers uh, over $7 billion in extra savings, savings at toll point during the six months. Sure, because I was going to say, I mean, in the uh, value chain uh, that you've described and uh, how many people are impacted, it is ultimately the consumer at the end of the day who's having to pay a lot more for food as a result of everything that's going on, including some of the um, factors, the demand and supply factors in, in the market. So what can you tell us about food inflation then and perhaps how different the picture would have looked like if the finance minister had given food retailers like yourselves some respite in terms of the diesel rebate okay so let's start with the rebate so we've been working on this thing for quite some time uh, because uh, jokingly i'm saying i don't see generators driving in the street so if they're not driving in the street why do we have to pay the road accident fund levy of 2.18 per litre. That's 10% of the cost. So if I say 150 million a month 
I mean, that's 10% uh, of a saving, and that is 10% that we can pass on to consumers and help us absorb some of these costs. Then, of course, uh, the uh, I've seen a lot of the manufacturers coming out with their results and showing uh, fairly good sales figures, but also uh, not uh, very good profit numbers, because we just cannot give all of the cost increases through to the consumer. Uh, it's not possible. So uh, we still do what we can and from what we believe our responsibility is. I'm very proud to say that we're still selling a loaf of bread for five rand. Mm-hmm. We have 30 meal solutions of, of five rand as our responsibility to consumers. And with the current wheat prices, you can imagine what such subsidy is costing the company. But we just absolutely have to do it. Um, with a taxi fare of 50 rand, a single trip, um, that's 100 rand if you come to us and back. If you want a 350 rand grant, uh, are you going to make it with that 250 you got left? So we're very conscious of, of that position of our consumer. And hence why we had a slight reduction in our gross profit margin. But in here, there's maybe something I would just like to highlight is the fact that our other income line, just below gross profit, is growing by 43%. And that, that's the alternate sources of revenue that we've created over the last seven years. That's things like um, our data monetization, mm-hmm. our Rainmaker media business, our partnership with Outsurance, and to list but a few. And one has to look into that in conjunction because I don't think the consumer uh, really cares if we're subs- having a promotion on a chicken, uh, whether that comes from other income or whether it comes from gross profit. So what then are you saying to us about prices and in as much as you have invested significantly 7 billion rand in prices to try keep them competitive how long should we as consumers expect food inflation to remain elevated for yeah so i don't see a runaway inflation but i do see it in the mid teens for still an extended period all right so higher than the current 13% that Stats SA is reported or around about would, that area? Yeah, I mean, 13, maybe 18, 15, around about there. Okay, quite tight. Uh, Peter, I think it's also notable that in this environment um, of increased cost pressures, you uh, have continued to grow market share. Your consumers are still coming through to checkers, to uh, you save, to uh, ShopRite. And I'd just uh, like to uh, find out uh, from you about how it is that you are managing to increase market share in an environment that's still tough. Yes, so it's now 46 months, which is virtually four years of uninterrupted market share gains for the group. And what is very pleasing for us is that it's in both of our consumer brands, shopper and in checkers, in equal measure. Um, And I would like to say that it's the team shop right that the level of execution, the the excess and richness of the data that we have in terms of our decision making, and the fact that uh, we people come first, and that is our customer. We we don't really watch too much what other people do. We focus on what our customer needs are, and what our colleagues' needs are. So when I say people, we look at our customers and our internal uh, people um, and the combination of the attention to the people and their needs, I believe 
combined with the execution ability of ShopRite, has been able to produce this result. We have invested heavily over the last seven years in terms of our system of record, etc., our investment in digital, and we have stuck uh, almost entirely to what our strategy was that we set out six years ago. Okay. And you're still creating jobs in this environment. You're still hiring. I mean, is that prospect looking positive still going forward? Yes. Yes. Uh, we, op- we are planning to open over 400 stores for the, for the full financial year. Um, of course, that will create a significant number uh, of uh, staff uh, or employment opportunities. We have, for the six months, created almost 4,000 new jobs. Also good to say that the 60-60 since it started have created over eight, or just under 8,000 uh, new job opportunities. And ShopRite is by far the largest contributor to the YES program. So the job creation remains a key focus of how ShopRite believe we should assist the economy. All right, Peter, uh, good to know. Uh, those jobs are much needed uh, in this environment, but we'll leave it there uh, for now, sir. Peter Engelbrecht is the CEO at ShopRite. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.